Hello Trekkies and Trekkers. Welcome to this amazing Star Trek podcast on Trek Tuesday. I'm your host Arenda and together with my fellow Trekker from Canada, Amanda Hopper, I recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapped in chronically forming. Today we recap the episode The Bonding. But first, a note of the host of this podcast. I would appreciate if you liked this video, subscribe to the channel and share it with your friends and family. And now for the plot of the episode. While investigating a planet once occupied by colonians, security chief Worf and members of the Enterprise away team trigger an ancient mine. They are transported to sickbay, but Lieutenant Marla Astor is dead. As Captain Picard delivered the news of Marla's death to her son Jeremy, Wesley Crusher talks with Commander Riker about how Picard had delivered the news of his father's death to his mother and himself. Worf expresses his desire to make Ruzai a Klingon bonding ritual with Jeremy, as they are both orphans and he believes he can help the boy recover emotionally. But Jeremy blames Worf for his mother's death. The crew investigate the planet, discovering mines that were recently unearthed and exploded. They observe a beam of charged particles emanating from the surface headed towards the Enterprise, while Counselor Troy sends a new presence from the planet. In Jeremy Clark, quarters, our physical manifestation of Marla appears explaining that the crew mystically considered her dead and that she wants Jeremy to live on the planet. Troy and War follow the two preventing Marla from using the transporter to return to the planet. They return to re Jeremy's quarters which has an appearance of the Astor's home on earth. Chief Engineer LaForce tunes the shields to stop the particle beam, causing Marla to disappear and room return to normal. A filament rises from the planet, striking the Enterprise and disrupting the shields. Marla appears and takes Jeremy intent on going to the transporter room. Picard contains Marla with force fields and talks to her. Marla explains that she is one of the two races that once lived on the planet. Her species based from energy, watch the autopotic physical species wipe themselves out from wars and her people wants to prevent more suffering caused by the remains of the war. Thus providing Jeremy with the addition of his mother still being alive. Picard and Troy point out that dealing with that is part of the human condition. Wesley explains to Jeremy how he dealt with his father's death. Jeremy expresses his hatred for Worf, but Troy points out they are both orphans. Well, Worf knows that he was aided by humans after he lost his parents. Jeremy decided to go with Worf. Realizing that Jeremy will be alright, the illusions will of Marla disappears, and the alien presents it no more. Sometimes later, 
more often generally undertake the root site ritual. So guys, um, let me call Amanda. Hi Amanda. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Just I was just watching TV before he called me up, and I did a little, little bit of yard work today. I know some of you guys out there have a garden going. I hope that your gardens are going better than what we got going on. So much freaking rain. And yay, my birthday's next week, guys. I'll be 43 on the 15th of August. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I'll probably go to a lobster place there and get myself a lobster. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're delish. And maybe some mussels and some oysters, maybe. I'm sure the guy has good prices. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, this episode, I find it was a very difficult episode for Picard. Mm, so it had to do with death of a of an officer, and he had to go back and talk about uh, Wesley's father dying underneath his command. Yeah, and well, if we start by the beginning of the episode, so the Enterprise is on a planet, and they are going for uh, the archaeology. Uh, thing for the planet. Uh, they find evidence that there were two species who lived there. Then Troy feels danger, as she said, you need to beam them up. And right at that moment, Worf was calling for an emergency um, transport, and they have been transported directly to the uh to the sick bay. that was a bit disturbing and right away we are seeing and hearing that one member is dead and that is lieutenant um what's her name esther yeah and um she leave a 12 year son behind Jeremy Astor. And I think this was a very difficult uh, episode for him as well, because and it was beautiful to see that Wesley would react the same as Jeremy did. And uh, so War reported to Picard what happened. And right away when Troy came in, I said, well, Lieutenant Astro had a 12-year-old son. Did you look, see the look on Beverly's face? No. There was a face like, oh my god, not again. And Wesley knew how that was. So... Yeah, because... Yeah, because Wesley... Wesley's uh, father was killed when him and Picard were on a mission and Picard came to Beverly and told him the whole deal, what happened when it happened. Yeah. And Wes, uh, and Wes, and Wes was just like really young boy too when it happened. 
Yeah, and, and that's why I think I really liked that moment because when uh, Watley was on the bridge and he was talking with uh, Commander Riker about it. And I think we see a very vulnerable Wesley. And I can't remember in which interview this was. And now to think of at the moment that we are recording this episode, guys. The week of SCLV, the Star Trek Las Vegas, is going on, and there's a lot of, still a lot of actors that are going there. So, in one way, that's good. Um, <coughs> but I can't remember, I think it was in one of the Reading rooms that uh, Will Wheaton talked about that, that he always. Um, looked up to Riker and he wanted to be like Riker so that's why he did the Riker maneuver as well. <laughs> what is it in one way very funny? Oh, that was in the writing room, yeah, because Jonathan Frakes and uh, the actor who played Boimer were as a guest there and that's why that's where they're talking about. I think it was a really heavy heart as well for Beverly Crusher as for Picard and Wesley to um, have been confronted with a situation as this again. And we see the um, the news of Lieutenant Asher dad. Uh, that makes Wesley very emotional because it all brings back of his father. There was a moment that um, I think Picard said, well, maybe Wesley should need to talk with Jeremy because he went through it uh, at the same thing. The only thing what changed is that um, Jeremy is an orphan now because he both his parents died and Wesley had still his mom. And when... Picard was telling Jeremy the news, what I was thinking a bit of too direct, if I can say it like that. But when he went on his knees, so he was the same level as Jeremy, mm. um, you could see that he really wants to help Jeremy. And it is really weird to see that Picard comforting him. Because we all knew that yeah. Picard doesn't like kids, and he is... Yes, go ahead. Yeah, like, he, we all know he's not, like, com super comfortable around kids, like... And he's, like, he, he's... I hate to say, but he can bear... Like, he tolerates them. But in future episodes, he finally starts saying, okay, okay, like, type deal. And starts getting used to the, having kids around. And I, and normally you never see him get down to like the kid's eye level. But yeah, with this one he did. Got down to Jeremy's eye level to tell him. I think it reminds him of Wesley's dad. And maybe because he already had that experience with Wesley, 
he chose to do it on a different way uh, with Jeremy because we do see him uh, stated off to Troy everyone who uh, will su surface on a starship they know the risk and that's why I really don't want to have uh, families on the ship because it is a risk that they um, I have to deal with this but yeah. when he went to Jeremy's eye level and Jeremy was super sad and he said well now I am really alone Picard put his hand on his knee and told Jeremy yeah. Jeremy you never will be alone not by so as long as you are on the Enterprise you have family around you basically is what he's saying yeah and then I think that is the first time we really see that he is comforting a child. Yeah. What is weird for him? Yeah, this is what, what season two we're in? Three. Or season three? Yeah. Oh, season three, okay. This, it took until season three for him to get down to a kid, kid's eye level. Yeah, but we, all, we always have known that he didn't like children as much yeah. as and and yes he tolerated but you see for example when he went back to his hometown France to his brother and we see his nephew he is really fond of his oh, nephew yeah. and hmm. uh, later on with Wesley too I think that is the last uh, mission that Wesley had with him before Wesley went to the Starfleet Academy and that episode was like yeah now he is really now he can express how he feels and it was like um but and I think about that now it will take him several years more just because he met his son Jack that he had with Beverly Crusher um, to be actually a father and when Jack was plucked in by the Borg by the Borg Queen he told Riker leave the cube go to safety the only thing that I'm going to do now and I'm not running away anymore for the collective but I choose to be a father and I will reconnect with the con uh, collective to save my son and you could see in the beginning Jack didn't uh, believe him and then they started talking and that was the moment that Jack woke up from his collective state of mind and he saved his father and I do think that you could see for the first time in that scene that Picard uh, really wanted to be a father so uh, let's go back to the episode um, so the next scene is is that 
we see Riker in Ten Forward. And Riker was drinking to remember Lieutenant Usher. And Derek came sit with him. And Data had questions. Why did people do that when people die? And once again, he is very curious. Don't you think they put Data on the spot again to verify emotions and feelings? Yeah, they, yeah, they put him on the spot again because he wants, like, he's he's basically curious. But they put him on the spot again for that <coughs> for that question. And then we see Counselor Toy talking with Worf about his feeling and and this and that, and we can see he's very angry, and he persisted. To do this Klingon ritual with Jeremy, so Jeremy has hmm. um, family. So yeah, he would take. Yeah, he he would take uh, Jeremy as his brother, but what was a hmm. bit strange because it could be better his son. And you know, later on, at the end of the episode, I was thinking. It is in one way very strange if they do this uh, ritual, Klingon ritual, that is very traditional. Why don't you see Jeremy back as he has been in that Klingon family? Because I, I assume that they will stay together and on the Enterprise and when Worf is looking for his brothers and, um, yeah, his roots, what and and we see that I think that will be in I don't know if that is in season three or in the near future seasons. Um, we see that there are. The writers have been writing a lot more background stories for Worf. So mm. my question was, why don't they put Jeremy in as well? They put Alexander in, but not Jeremy. But Jeremy is his brother, his Klingon mm. brother. So why isn't oh, Jeremy yeah. in, in, in those episodes? That's, yeah, I just, now I just realized that since you mentioned it, why? Didn't they have Jeremy in any other episodes except just this little, just this one episode? They could have put him in other ones. Yes, and maybe now that you mention it, because I just really never really thought of it at the at the time. Now that you mention it, now you got me thinking about it. Why but, didn't they have him in more episodes? Yeah, but also like when those episodes airing with uh, Worf with the Klingon Council and. With that, mm. Gowan was dead and poisoned, and that sort of episodes. Why? What will that do to Jeremy? Because Worf was the son of Mark, a traitor, and etc. More, <laughs> but he has been. Uh, they of he has been cleared by the name and been taken in by the house of Martok. 
So, what is that doing to Jeremy and also to Alexandra? Because that is something we don't know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, Counselor Troy said, well, you need to talk about your feelings and I can guide you in it. And, you know, at that point, I was thinking, whoa, this episode, Diana Troy has a lot to do. We never see her doing this much. No, she just, like, she might pop in every once in a while in, in, in episodes. But this episode, she's in it quite a bit, giving advice and stuff. Yeah, and that is one of the few times we see her actually doing that, seeing as her um, being a real counselor for the crew. Hmm. What was funny in one way with Worf, because, you know, Klingons, uh, we are strong, we are this and we are that, and we are not going to the doctor, and especially not to a shrink. So... <laughs> Klingons are stubborn and hard-headed. But that is, I think, a beautiful thing that we uh, also seen of Klingons, and that makes a, a, a dictionary from what Klingons really are. They love flowers. They love poetry. They poetry. love Klingon. <laughs> they love Klingon opera. So, yeah, it's it's. I think, and, and you know, I was really thinking, Worf in this episode and caring for Jeremy, this is the really one time that we really see him as a father. Because mm. with Alexander, he never been that much of a father. No, he wasn't in Alexander's life for much of the time. Because... Because I don't, I think technically he didn't really know much about Alexander, I think. No, we don't. And that's also and... a bit of about his mother. Yeah. Well, Which, by the like, way. Uh, she was like half clay on. <laughs> what, by the way, I have met her. I have met Susie Plaxton. Oh, oh yeah, that's who played her. And she is terrific. Uh, I told her, yeah, to me, you are the most beautiful female Klingon. And yeah. her funny reply was, well, I didn't have to use the teeth. And, but she is marvelous. She really is marvelous. And it's a pity we can't go this year to Star Trek Destination or Destination Star Trek. Because it isn't in about... Uh, um next weekend not not this weekend but the weekend after that normally we'll, we will go but we have a lot to um we have a lot to discuss and uh, working for because our wedding is close and uh, like i told you before guys uh, we have uh, the first part of the wedding will be Star Trek related, so we will both uh, marry in or one of the Starfleet uniforms. Oh, yeah. And, um, well, my partner will marry in uh, the Rod of Khan uniform. Oh, 
the red one. Gone! And uh, I have a steampunk version, Victorian version of Dr. Crusher. So. I love steampunk stuff. And, um, well, let us say this. Um, it is nice to go there. And um, the other thing was that um, we wanted, oh, well, my partner wanted his uh, Star Trek Online uniform, but we can't make that now because it is uh, too short of a day. And um, hmm. but it is nice, and uh, a lot of Star Trek actors are coming over to uh, Star Trek Destination, Destination Star Trek, and uh, that's how I met her. And she also asked me, well. Which do you want me to leave some space on the picture so Michael can sign it as well? And <laughs> the most part was, and it was so so super. And the nice part was, Denise Cosby was sitting next to her, and she was following oh. our she was following our conversation, and she was laughing and saying, and I and then I was talking to her and I was saying, Denise, I love you as a uh, as an actress. I love Tasha Yar, but Sheila? And uh, no, and then it's a pity. And as she, as she knew where I was going to, and I was saying, well, we have this Star Trek online story arc totally only with Sheila. And by the end of the story arc, you want to murder her. It's only a pity that we can't. And when I told her that, she was laughing. She was laughing. And that was the nice thing as well, because Michael Dorn, who played Worf, he also did that in Star Trek Online. So I wanted to uh, tell him that too, of yeah, thank you very much, because this is just makes the game so much more. And you know, that is the nice part of playing this game, um, I like the story arcs, but it is also uh, a, um, it's also a extension from the series and movies. Talking about movies okay. guys, talking about movies guys. Um, Patrick Stewart has told the media and the Star Trek producers that he is in for one more Star Trek The Next Generation movie. So, who knows? Because uh, the third, uh, the third season of Picard was the last season of Star Trek Picard. So, and that was very emotional because um, this is the last time we see the old Star uh, TNG gang. And we also seen uh, the um, Enterprise D coming back. Um, one big note, guys. 
I will do from time to time a party watch on Twitch. That means I will put something up via um, Amazon Prime and the ones who have Amazon Prime can watch it with me and we can discuss the episode or the movie or whatever. Um, I am going to do this with all Star Trek series and movies. So, um, where you can take a look at and follow me on Twitch is the tracking 1982 slash Twitch TV. If you find me on Twitch like tracking 1982, you can watch all the streaming live, etc. And so there will be, I will give comments on it uh, through audio, but I can also choose not to. And then I only will type in the chat um, room. So you can join me there forever if I go watch Star Trek and we can talk about it. And I did that already with the last two episodes of Star Trek Picard. So that was really nice. And um, maybe I need to find a time that I can say, okay, every Friday night, for example, I will uh, do uh, a watch party only for Star Trek. So I will put this in as a event on um, the Facebook group of Girls Talking Trek. Oh. And then you guys know that. Um, so you will be notified a few days before that I am going to put a watch party on. Then it was just a note aside. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so when then we see that Worf is visiting Jeremy and they had this conversation as well when I was thinking Oh, Jeremy, you need to gonna express yourself now because otherwise, if you hold it in, it will be bad for you in the long run. If he holds it in, he's just gonna explode and rage at the wrong person, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we see that. Um, Everyone is concerning about Jeremy not expressing his feeling. And then they ask Wesley to talk to Jeremy because Wesley has been through this as well. And when he talks about his um, feelings, we see that he does have feeling. And that he is angry with Worf because Worf was the leading commander of the away team. And then we're going to the bridge. And Troy is sensing that there is a life form on the planet, but she can't pinpoint it. 
and then they scan the planet and um, we see then that Wesley and Beverly have a talk about Jeremy but also what it was for Wesley and if Wesley still can remember his father so then we are back in on the bridge and Jody is reporting in that there is a magic flux reading from the antimatter containment pods. And guys, I always have said it, I always love his techno bubble. I think Jordy uh, has one of the greatest techno bubbles in of all the engineers of in Star Trek series. Yeah, he tells it like it is he's like so and so in this in this type deal he tell, he does like everyone everyone else is just like oh yeah something's over there in this panel or whatever jory just says well, uh, it's in the in the reflector dish or something he'll say everyone else is just like oh yeah it's over there <laughs> yeah and i think um yeah it's just uh, and, and, and I think in that way, that's why the writers have uh, let him stay. Uh, what we always say, he was a hopeless romanticus and didn't get the girls or didn't get laid. And that's what they always talk about. And I think they have done that a good job in Star Trek Picard because I know that uh, Lafar Burton said, um, I hope he get late already and that we see that he has a family in Picard. Uh, and, uh, and they did that because we see his two daughters, which one, uh, the one in the golden or the yellow uniform is his real life daughter. Yes. Misha. I think her name is Misha. Yeah. And that's what I really liked about it because it was really like, yeah, really father and daughter. And I remember him saying, yeah. I'm very proud that she chose to wear the, uh, the yellow uniform. Yeah, like daddy, like daughter. So we are back at Jeremy's um, quarters. And Diana was not at ease and she was telling, well, there is a present on board. And you could see that Riker and Picard initially didn't took her serious. But then uh, we are in Jeremy's quarters, quarters again. He was looking, watching at videos. Of his mom and then her mom his mom appears yeah and well the alien was trying to convince jeremy that he has to live on the planet and accept that moment that they wanted to leave war visit jeremy and yeah. i think that was a dubious scene because in one way, Worf wanted to protect 
Jeremy, but in one hand, he gave uh, Picard gave him the order not to. The entity is like, oh, come on, Jeremy, let's go live down on the planet. We'll have the house down there, and your cat will be there, and all that stuff, trying to convince them to go. Hmm. But the good part for it is, is that they needed to beam down to actually get Jeremy from the ship. The mm. alien could do that right away, but Jeremy not. So physically, they had to go to transporter room three. And yep. at the point that Jeremy wanted to beam down, Picard and um, Troy prevented that. Which makes me wondering, and you, you only see that in Marina's Surtis performance as an actress, we could see that Troy was very afraid. Mm. And I don't know if that is because of the entity, what she's feeling, etc. Maybe she is very scared that Jeremy will go with the alien. Mm. Or the alien could hurt him in some way. Yeah. And there. So there was something and the alien disappeared and Jeremy saw, okay, what the hell did you do? And uh, he was angry again. And uh, Troy was taking him to his quarters. And she was explaining why this is happening. And that it was really an alien who tried to get him down to the planet. And so this is what uh, Jeremy was confused about. But the weird thing was, when they entered Jeremy's quarters again, the quarters was very different, and the entity yeah. was back again, and the Jeremy's quarters were like the home, His house. the house on Earth. Yeah. And the cat was there too. Yeah. So, uh, both Alien and Troy were trying to convince Jeremy of their own part. Troy was convincing it is mm. an illusion. The other one was saying, well, I can give him everything and this and that. And so yeah. P Picard found a way to end this illusion of uh, what the entity was doing because they had seen uh, what it was. So they put some kind of a uh, field around it so it would disappear. Mm. And then they see uh, another energy spikes from the planet that went into the Enterprise and Right away, it was intruder alert. Yeah, it shook her. And, uh, yeah, the alien tried to convince him again. So, mm -hmm. Picard was uh, asking, okay, what the hell happened? Because 
why do you want Jeremy uh, with you? And the entity told Picard what really happened between those two species. And she said, well, we do this out of sorrow for Jeremy, so we can give Jeremy everything. Which in Picard was counter uh, subject that with, well, can you give him family? Can you give him this? Can you give him that? And how more uh, Picard summons up what a human really needs and that that and grief and angry, all those emotions is part of being human. Mm. The entity uh, saw that it was the best way that, to leave Jeremy on the Enterprise. So it disappeared. And then Wesley was telling about his experience that he was angry with the captain, that he was uh, feeling uh, the pain, etc., etc. Oh yeah, he, like he, he said he was like super mad at him for a long time, but now he's not super mad at him. Like, like for he said he was like he, like he literally said he was pissed with him for like a long time. But now he's not. Hmm. This is the first time we see Jeremy's emotion and that he was angry with Worf. So, and and that was super weird of Worf because normally, in one sense, he never asked permission, and now he looked at Troy to have permission and confirmation if he could start talking about the bonding. So we see um, Jeremy and Worf at the end that they do this bonding. What was a bit weird to me because uh, like I said before, they were brothers now, but what happened after that with Jeremy? We don't know. Yeah. What did happen to Jeremy? Did he go down to Earth? Might have had some relatives down there, maybe? Yeah, he still has an aunt and uncle. Yes, that's it. Aunt and uncle. He pro maybe he went down and lived with them. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And that's the... Um... That's the last we heard of him was the bonding ceremony. about it. And in one way, that was very honorable of Worf. And maybe he did that a bit because he feel, felt guilty that uh, this happened mm. on his watch. Yeah. But, you know, it also reminded me of Worf has been taken in by Martok. So Martok's house. And mm. so the whole Klingon culture with houses and castes that is really uh, still a bit gray area for us mm. and but also um, we see that 
uh, worth and I was wondering that too um, we see that Martok was taking him in his house but what happened also with Alexander and what happened to Worf when he cleared his name up what happened then after that hmm. that's true so there's still that's a lot there's still a lot happening in um, yeah how can I say this Klingon wise we can still take a uh, we still can learn a lot about the Klingons I'm, I'm sure in future episodes we'll learn quite a bit more. Yeah, I know that that's what I was I was saying. Um, there is a lot more uh, story background of Worf. What I was liking, by the way. So, guys, this was the end of the episode. Um, if I take a look at the IMDb rating... And the rating is a 6.7. Really? But it was for me a bit low. I would give it a 7.5 at least. Yeah. I'd give it, yeah, I, would, I would say 7.5 also. I like that episode. I like this episode too. Yeah. Although I do think they hmm. could have done a bit more with it. But okay, hmm. that's my opinion. So yeah, a 6.7. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say the same. Um, Amanda, is there something you'd like to add? Uh, well, all I can say is that I loved the episode. Yeah, like like we said, like we said before, future episodes we never see Jeremy again. So what what did happen? Yeah, they could do have more with it, and that's what I didn't like when uh, they start filming of start doing the first episodes of Star Trek Picard. That we only directly right away saw that they killed off Echap, and oh, that was there, yeah, there was a lot of commenting about that by the fans. Because each yeah, hated that. Each is one of the beloved characters that Star Trek has. Mm. But they did that also with you. I know. What? They killed off you. Yeah, when I was thinking, why would you do that? He is such a good character, and especially helping Picard. There, there should be more in it of it. Hmm. And then there was that, uh, oh, I can't pronounce his name. I, can't, I don't know if he's Roman or Vulcan, but he fights with swords. Narak. Yeah, he was a badass. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Narak. He was a well, badass, and they killed him off. Well, I must say, I never liked Narak. Narak was always a two-faced. And one way he could be very nice, yeah. and the other one he was very... And his sister was a more badass than he was. Yeah. But okay. Well, guys, I think this was yeah, this one. Yeah, but there was that other one. 
Yes. But wasn't he like a monk, one of the Roman-type Vulcan guys? Like he was a, a nun or something? Kind of like a nun? Oh, you mean Alnor! Yeah, him. That's who I was talking about. I, I thought you... I remember the name. And... Well, the, Roman, the other Roman guy was kind of a badass at times, but he was a jerk. But this other guy, kind of like a, a Lord of the Rings-looking type guy. That's yeah. Like, I feel well assessed that. Yeah. He was a badass. He moved like real quick with swords. Yeah, it is a pity that they kill him off in season two because I was thinking, oh well, with all the time uh, time travel shenanigans, they would bring him back. But they didn't. Yeah. No. I was like, you, you minor trucker, you killed him. Yeah, and that was weird in one way as well. But I did mm. like Elnor. Hmm. Elnor, that's it. He just uh, kind of reminds you of one of those uh, Lord of the Rings elves. Yeah. But minus the blonde hair. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, this is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening again. Thank you for joining me, Amanda, again. And um, maybe, guys, you have seen this as well. Uh, I have changed the name, etc., of Orinda Talks because I got a lot of people from the town Orinda in America who wanted to post something, but it wasn't podcast related. So, I already have changed oh. it in my new name, Maya Eileen, to uh, stop that confusion. And yeah. Um, yeah, because I got a lot of spam, a lot of people lately to uh, want to join, etc. But they only want to, they think uh, I talk about the town Orinda. So, that is very annoying. Ah. <sighs> but okay. Hey, Amanda, thank you very much for joining me again. So, I will change a bit uh, in uh, the podcasts that I have. Talking about that. Um, I still have two things to say, guys before I forget. The first thing is, I started a new podcast for uh, Dutch Trekkies. And this uh, uh, podcast will only be in Dutch in my native language, because there are not much uh, Dutch Star Trek platforms. And I was thinking, okay, to try and get in contact with people and also uh, talk about Star Trek, they can do it then on my uh, podcast. Um, mm. That just start, uh, the first episode will be airing um, Thursday. And it is an old time video podcast. Mm. Um, uh, so I am looking in the near future 
to do more video episodes also uh, as in uh, for our uh, podcast so girl stalking track so um, I'm just getting the start with it and see how it goes the other thing I wanted to tell you is that I have decided to become a professional podcaster and streamer that means also Ooh. that I'm going to uh, follow school for accept audio and podcast writing etc and that means also that um, piece by piece the podcast will be more professional and there will be a uh, monetizing part of it that will be um, on it to uh, and I was thinking again of course to um, get a, some kind of a Patreon in evolved but I have to see how things uh, will go and um, yeah we will see what what's gonna happen so guys Till next time, and live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Thank you for listening, guys. And join us in two weeks for another episode recap. In the next episode, we will recap the episode Booby Trap. I also like to tell you about my other podcast called Orenda Talks and the Netherlands Ready Room podcast. Orenda Talks is a podcast which and I talk about books, movies and series, video games, fandoms and other geek things. You can find Orenda Talks on the YouTube channel or the Facebook group. And in this podcast I regularly talk about Star Trek in every way. The Netherlands Ready Room podcast is a podcast for all Ducks Trekkies to talk about everything Star Trek. Of course this will be spoken in my native language Dutch and is a video podcast. We will see you in two weeks.